Good morning and welcome to a Pitch Towards Holiness podcast. I'm Mike Kidwell. And I'm Michael Kidwell. And today we are on location at Bargains on Six in Texas City, Texas. This is a retail establishment that's owned by one of my other sons. His name is Austin Kidwell, and he's also going to be a guest today talking about setup men. So we're going to ask him some questions in just a minute. But um, before we get started, I'll go ahead and let him um, tell about himself, give you a little background of what he's doing with the business. And um, when he's done with that, then Michael's going to come in and um, tell us what a setup man job is is inside a baseball game. So, Austin, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, like you said, my name is Austin Kidwell. Um, I was a collegiate high school student out of... Hitchcock High School, um, which that means I graduated of college with an associate's degree and then graduated high school as well. And right out of doing that, just a couple weeks later, I opened up my own business with the help of my grandparents. And I've been running this business for a good, successful couple months now. It's been really great. It's been an awesome learning experience. And I've just been super glad to be able to do this and live the dream that I've been wanting to do all my life of being an entrepreneur. So that's a little about me. Work keeps me busy and um, just all glory to God. Yeah, so, I mean, it's awesome to have him on today. Um, So just like um, Mike was talking about today, we are talking about the setup man. And for those of you that don't know, the setup man comes in usually later in the games Um, They're usually brought in right before the closer, and it's usually the closest part of the game where it's the most important to where you don't want the other team to score um, so that your team can come up to hit and either keep the lead or take back the lead. And so their job is probably one of the more important jobs for a pitcher because they have the highest leverage when it comes to coming in because it's it's make or break time when they're pitching. So these guys that come in are definitely people that um, the baseball team can rely on. Oh, absolutely. And aren't going to crater under pressure. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, none of these guys are perfect. None of them are going to come in and be 100% on their game every time, but they are definitely those that can be looked upon, not just in that team, but across the league as those guys that, um, are going to get outs when they're needed the most. And we wanted to to segue into the spiritual with that because a setup man in each one of our lives is very important. You know, um, if you look at statistics, one out of every 10 men have what they call a best friend, have somebody that they can rely on, go to when times are hard, and really... Um, just have a, a brother that they can confide in, pray with. Um, and there's those things are just kind of put on the wayside because a lot of guys these days have so much male pride that they're not willing to lower themselves to be transparent, to be um, vulnerable enough mm-hmm. to have friendships. Yeah. And this is very sad because we are meant to be relied upon. And if, if you allow me, um, I want to read a scripture to you. It's in, it comes out of Proverbs 27, 9 through 17, and it says, 
Ointment and perfume delight the heart, and the sweetness of a man's friend, I would say best friend, gives delight by heart, hearty counsel. Do not forsake your own friend or your father's friend, nor go to your brother's house in the day of your calamity. Better is a neighbor nearby than a broke brother far away. My son, be wise and make my heart glad, that I may answer him who reproaches me. A prudent man foresees evil and hides himself. The simple pass on and are punished. Take the garment of him who is surely for a strange surety for a stranger and hold it in a pledge when he is surety for a seductress. He who blesses his friend with a loud voice rising early in the morning, it will be counted a curse to him. A continual dripping on a very rainy day and a con contentious woman are alike. Whoever restrains her restrains the wind and grasps oil with his right hand. As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. So all of that really talks about how important it is for men to have friendships that they can rely upon. I know that some people call it an accountability partner. Some people um, call it a um, go-to guy when, when times are hard. But I wanted us to kind of consider together um, what this looks like. So, Austin, we're going to start with you. Do you have a best friend? Uh, yes, I do. Who's your best friend? Um, his name is Ashton. We uh, went to school together and uh, graduated together. Uh, we were very close, learned that we had a lot of the same things in common and just uh, grew that friendship. More than a friendship, it felt uh, more like a brotherhood now. Okay, so put yourself in a situation, hypothetically, and if, um, you know, one day you'll be married, right? Yes. Okay, and one day you're going to be married, and say you're out of town, and your wife's at home, and all of a sudden some pipes burst in the middle of the night, and you can't get to her because you're out of town. Who are you going to call to be with your wife and help her out in the middle of the night when she's probably at her most vulnerable? Yeah, I'd definitely probably be my best friend because uh, I, I know I can trust him not just uh, with my valuables of the house, but with my wife as well. Wow, that's, that's important. Um, so would you be... Um, a person that could also be relied upon? I would believe so. I hope so that he would think the same of me. So you can see how a setup guy, um, setup man in baseball really has a lot to do with our friendships and the spiritual because there are times that we are very vulnerable, we're very um, um, at need, and um we need somebody that we can count on, somebody that we can fall back on and know that that person's not just going to be there for us, but also will lift us up in prayer. That's very important that we have our, our um, each other's backs that way. So, Michael, do you have somebody that um, you rely upon in that way as well? Um, yeah, I definitely would say I do. Um, for me, it's actually one of our recent guests, Wyatt. Um we, we don't talk as much as we used to because um, of the distance we live um, between us. 
But I mean, even when I'm in need or I have something that I really need to talk to someone about, I'll text him or I'll call him. And he's always made himself available. And he always seems to be there whenever I'm in need. And it, it means a lot to me. Okay, so this question is for both of you. You're, you're really struggling, hypothetically, you're really struggling with a secret sin. Um, you just can't seem to get past that sin. and It just keeps reoccurring in your life. And you just really need a brother because you know the Bible says in James that if you have something that, that, that like this, that you need to go to somebody and confess it and um, let them pray with you. And so if, if you had that kind of situation where you're just really struggling with something, whether it be um, a, a secret sin or an addiction or just whatever it would be, who is that? Um, and it could be the same person, I don't know, but who is that that you're going to go to to really just seek some spiritual guidance from and, um, and prayer? Yeah, for me, it would definitely be the same person. Um, because when we used to work camp together, um, there was a lot of times where I'd be going through something and um, he would just be there to listen and to pray with me. And I mean, I'd just pour my heart out and tell him everything that's going on. Um, and then not just that, but sometimes because he's older than me, he would have already had gone through what I had gone through. And so he'd give me what he, um, used to get through it. Um, and then it just really, um, teach me and just guide me. And then he'd pray with me and it would mean a lot. Okay. So for you, Austin, would it be the same person? You know, spiritually speaking, you're really struggling with that. Hypothetically, you're struggling with that secret sin or that reoccurring thing that you just can't seem to get past. Are you going to the same person? I mean, yeah, just like Michael, I'd definitely be going to the same person. And this is our, I mean, it's it's happened. Um, me and Ashton have both been able to catch each other. Um, you said earlier that you might call each other accountability partners and um, that's what me and Ashton both agreed to be for each other at the beginning. We told each other we were going to be our, each other's accountability partners. And when we saw the other stumble or start to fall, we were going to pick each other up. And I mean, there's been plenty of times where I've had him come up to me and be like, look, man, you, you're, you're doing some stuff that you shouldn't be doing. And then I've been able to do the same for him. So it's definitely the same person. It's, it's happened and it's going to continue to happen because again, we have that, that good bond together. That's great. That's awesome. And, and it's important that, that we understand that um, not only should we have those people, but we should be those go-to guys. We should be those, if, if we're spiritually where we need to be, if we're spending time in the Word and we're spending time in prayer, we have our spiritually, spiritual disciplines um, lined up where they need to be. When people need us, we should be ready, no matter what it is, no matter if it's in the middle of the night, if it's on a rainy day like it is today, whether it's something that we can, um, that we have knowledge about or just something that we need to, to look, look some things up and, and give some help out. No matter what it is, we should be ready in season and out of season because that's what real brothers in Christ do. And it it's very important also to see that you know, there's so many out there, you know, y'all have a best friend. You've mentioned, Michael, that yours is Wyatt, and Austin, you've mentioned yours is Ashton, but there's other people out there that are looking for a setup man in their life. They're looking for that person that they can rely on, 
mm-hmm. in a tough situation. And just because you guys are partnered up with these two gentlemen doesn't mean that y'all can't be <laughs> what they are to you for somebody else. Right. Um, it, it's a it's a great opportunity to really just pour out what God has given you onto somebody else. And so one question that I have um, for you, Austin, is what what are you doing to prepare yourself to be a setup man for somebody else? Um, no matter what, when it comes to spreading the word of God, I think the most important thing is to make sure that you yourself are prepared to be able to do something like that. Um, and that just um, can be... What, is, what does that preparation look like for you? For me, that preparation would definitely be spending time in prayer and in the Word of God, because um, if you're not starting your day off, and that's the most important part, is starting your day in the Word and in prayer, then you're just setting yourself up for failure. And if you're setting yourself up for failure, when you're getting put in a position to be able to be a setup man for another person then if you're already filled yourself, you're definitely not going to be able to help someone else in a situation that they need you. Mm-hmm. That's that's the important key information that you just gave, is you have to be equipped to be able to share that equipment. And so often that we try to we try to give somebody help in the natural or with our fleshly wisdom, but we can be so much more of an asset to brothers in need if we're spiritually disciplined in our lives and really living a set-apart lifestyle. We're not just talking about being a holy man of God, but we're striving for that daily in and day out through our spiritual disciplines, through our relationship with Christ. Um, and and really, you know, when people come to us and they're like, man, I, I just really need somebody that I can... Um, cling to, I need somebody I can count on, I need a, a friend, then we can be ready for that because we've now emptied ourselves of us. We're full of the Spirit and we're ready to be now poured out. Um, and I think that the the thing that happens most of the time in this world is we're so full of ourselves. We're so full of our plans, our agendas, our thoughts our desires, and we're so full of those things that we're no spiritually good to the people around us. And that's really sad because we're called to be men that can be poured out onto the people around us. So we just need to make sure that we're ready day in and day out for that. When the when somebody calls upon us and needs us, we need to be there um, because it would be horrible. I've, I... I experience day in and day out many men that um, are struggling with depression, struggling with thoughts of suicide, struggling with um, problems in their marriage. And the common denominator with all of these issues is they don't feel like they have somebody that they can go to when times get tough. Mm -hmm. So what are you guys going to do? The two of you, what are y'all going to do to kind of, be that person that's available for anybody day in and day out? Um, I guess for me, um, it's to be more open and um, to listen more because I like to talk. And sometimes 
other people don't want to hear you talk. That's why we have a podcast. Right. <laughs> but some some people just need you to listen to them. They don't need you to preach at them. They don't need you to um, try to solve their problems. They just want you to listen to them. And, and for pray me, for them. Yeah, and to pray. And so for me, it's just to sit there and be quiet and hear them out. Um, what about you, Austin? Uh, I would say for me personally, it would just to make more time. Um, I feel like in my life personally, I am so overwhelmed by work. And when I get done with work, I just want to relax, you know. And so I find myself not making enough time for those moments and those people. And so I would definitely have to think about making more time, finding time to be able to be there for that person. So how do you do that? Um, let's kind of talk about the application of that great thought that you just had, because you said that you need to be able to make more time. Well, God's not going to give you any more time in the day. What are you going to What are you going to need to clean out of your life so you can be available for other people? I mean, it's all about priorities. I mean, that's just adulthood and 101. It's priorities. Um, and so, of course, I have to make a living and I have to support my business and what I've built here. And so, I mean, I have to find out what is what are those other things in my life outside of the business with a girlfriend. And uh, we go to the gym every day after work and um, softball on Friday nights and things like that. So there's other things that I'm doing in my life that um, I can maybe take a step back from and see and figure out my priorities and see which ones I can, you know, spend less time doing. And I'm glad you said that because that's where it all starts, spiritually speaking, and in the physicals, making sure you're prioritizing correctly. Because oftentimes we see ourselves um, doing so much, and um, a lot of it doesn't amount to anything. Um, it's not beneficial to anybody. We're just doing things. But it's very, it's very wise to sit down and make some spiritual priorities some physical priorities and making sure that what you're doing on a daily basis lines up with your priorities. Um, and you're not just kind of spinning in the wind with what you're doing. So that's really good information. I, I like that. Um, that. That Michael, did you have a thought on that as well? Um, yeah. I mean, obviously you want to have your priorities set just like Austin said, which is really key, but um I guess another thing for me is like whenever I have the opportunity, don't miss it. Um, because a lot of the times like an opportunity will come and I'll brush it off. I'll be like, oh, well, I don't this isn't what I want to do right now. And so I'll, um, and it happens a lot while I'm at work. And so there will be someone that's talking about stuff they have going on in their life. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll feel the nudge of the spirit like, hey, you can pray for him right now. But then I'll be like, well, I have this, this, and this I need to go do. Or um, I don't want to look weird in front of my other coworkers. And so taking that step of faith and um, don't miss the opportunities, I guess, is a big thing for me. That is a big thing. And Austin, do you ever experience those moments like Michael was talking about where you feel the nudging of the Holy Spirit, um, whether it be with a customer or 
just some interactions with some people and maybe you've taken advantage of those or maybe you've passed up on that. Can you speak to that a little bit? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, being in retail and dealing with people constantly all day long, I've had um, both sides of the story um, personally being told. I've had in the store, um, I have um, Air One, which is the local Christian radio station playing constantly. And I've actually had a customer come in. And um, she had just gotten out of her car from listening to Air One. She came into the store and heard Air One playing. And she was um, just overjoyed that, you know, the music was playing. And it was, I didn't even have to say anything. But it was just the fact that the, that music was still playing even after she got out of her car while she was shopping. Brought a lot of joy to her and enough joy for her to be able to mention, like, hey, I really like this radio station. I listen to it all the time. And. I saw that what I just me being able to play Christian music in my shop brought somebody else joy, and that wasn't anything of out of my actions or my words, but it was just Jesus's love and joy being an outpouring to somebody else, something I haven't even had didn't even have to do, and and then there have also been times, plenty of times that um, you know people walk in, and I just feel that nudge from God to ask them if they need prayer or ask them if they you know, um, ask them, really, that's the main thing is asking them if they need prayer. And there's been plenty of times that I've just passed up that opportunity because, um, my businessman side of me kicks in and I'm like, Oh, I got other customers and, you know, I got to do other things. And my mind's thinking about 10 other things and I'm trying to finish 10 things all at once instead of stopping, taking time for God to do work. And it doesn't matter if I'm in my shop doesn't matter if I'm outside at the gym, wherever I am, there's never a time more important than to be able to just stop and, you know, pray for somebody or just talk to somebody. I agree. Thank you. Thank you for your honesty and your transparency there, because it's true. You know, a setup guy in baseball, Michael, correct me if I'm wrong, but a setup man in baseball um, doesn't just go around outside of the game of baseball at the hotel, the restaurants and, hey, I'm a setup man. You know, he he doesn't have to say anything. Right. He proves who he is by his actions on the field. And, you know, in, in our spiritual life, we can prove our actions by how we interact with people that God sends our way. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in game time situations, you know, when we're, like Austin said, we're busy and the devil gives us 101 excuses why we shouldn't or we couldn't pray for that person. You know, Michael spoke to that as well. But it is time for us to be men that are set apart and quit believing the lies of the enemy that we can't or we shouldn't do that at those times. But we need to be those guys that with our actions, people know who we are. Right. They know that we're holy men of God because... Um, not because we're telling them that we're holy or not because we're telling them we're set apart, but because of the fruit that comes out of our life. They can see it. It's been tried by fire. They can taste and see that the Lord is good in our life. And now that gives us a great opportunity to not just be set apart, but also to bring glory to God in our lives, in our businesses, in our our, um, work. And Maybe someone, because of us being set apart and bringing glory to God, would want a relationship with Christ like we have um, because of 
the fruit that they're seeing in our lives. You know, it has to do with how we handle ourselves financially, how we handle ourselves outside of the workplace or mm-hmm. the business place. Um, what we do in secret, all of that has to do with how we're going to be able to become setup men for those that need us the most. Right. And I think it's the Mets that have a um, bullpen guy that has this um, walkout song that has trumpets in it. And he's really popular on social media just because of the music. But the, his numbers are actually the some of the best numbers in the NL. And so not only does he have like an awesome entrance, but he also proves himself on the mound. Yeah, and our lives should be speaking out loud, like Michael said, with that interest. Our lives should be speaking out loud. People should know we're coming before we get to them, not because of what we're saying or what we're doing, because of the light that is shining from within us, because we've been with Jesus. We've spent time with him. We've taken that time in the morning to be spiritually disciplined so we can be poured out on the people that God sends our way. Right. Austin, you're our guest. Do you want to close us in prayer? Yeah, I'd be a pleasure to. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, Father God, for this day. Father God, I thank you so much for this opportunity to do this podcast and just talk about you and talk about some baseball. And Father God, I just thank you so much for your work and what you're doing, Father God. And Lord, I ask that you continue to give us these opportunities, just like a setup man pitcher in baseball continues to uh, get opportunities to prove himself. Father God, I ask that you give us those opportunities to prove ourselves day in and day out every day, Father God, to show you that we are worthy of your love and of your um, of your grace. And so, Father God, I ask that you continue to pour into us, pour your love into us so that we can pour it out into other people, Father God. Lord, I ask that you just give us um divine interventions, Father God, to be able to talk to other people, give us those opportunities to be able to talk to people, and give us the um, knowledge to be able to slow down and take the time to actually do that. I thank you, Father God, for this um, time, and I thank you for what you're doing in all of our lives. In your name I pray. Amen. Well, thank you, Austin, for being our guest today, and remember we're on location at his business, Bargains on Six, here in Texas City, Texas. Yeah. Why don't you give us your store hours, Austin? Yeah, so again, like he said, it's 505 6th Street, Texas City. Um, I am open Wednesday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. I'd love for y'all to come out. We have some of the best prices, uh, discount store, really good prices. So y'all come out and check me out, and uh, I'd love to see some of y'all. Well, this has been um, Set Up Man, and I'm Mike Kidwell. I'm Michael Kidwell. Until next week, God bless it.